back to another special episode of Copper Whiff. We want to break down the newest Marvel movie slash Disney Plus slate for you guys. Um, it was obviously a huge announcement from the president of the company, Kevin Feige, telling us about basically all the upcoming projects. We have fucking camera guy Schwid today with us instead of Wooch. Thank you. We've got producer Doodle, as always, on deck. Thank you again to, uh, what is it, Live from the Couch Studios. We love it in here. Look at the lighting. It's beautiful. Schwid, uh, that mustache dude. <laughs> <laughs> Looking absolutely filth. Um, all right. Well, obviously, the first of these slated movies, or we'll say series and movies, has already released on Disney Plus last Friday. Uh, Schwid and I actually had the chance to check it out. So um, we can give you a quick rundown on that. Actually, not a lot happened. It was WandaVision. Um, obviously, a series following... Uh, after Endgame, Marvel's uh, Avengers Endgame, we believe that so far what we can tell is that um, Wanda herself, the Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth is in some Olsen, kind of psychedelic trans or we whatever the case may be. And that's the annoying, I won't say annoying part, but is a very big thing about that is that it's the mystery. There's a lot, so much mystery to it. It is probably one of Marvel's most ambitious projects we'll say because it is yeah it, it's what the the premise of this show is that we believe uh wanda has c potentially created in her own mind a um what looks to be like a a perfect world for her and vision who died in uh avengers infinity, infinity war. war and she seems to be trapped in some sort of reality where she's in some sort of like 1950s sitcom reality and she's like in like the perfect she's in the brady bunch the american <laughs> dream village it's a black and white tv show mm -hmm. um and as the each episode progresses she seems to uh allow the timeline to go on to, yeah, to move up every decade yeah, every or so, decade yeah. or so so like as for the first two episodes she's gone through like basically like a 1950s style uh you so know talking like black you know white tv Dick show van dyke show yeah. lucy lou all that kind of stuff or lucy show i should say um yeah it's getting real like and that's pretty much what we got but with a couple little cheeky easter eggs which is just you know what marvel's absolutely known for um yeah like interesting start but you know i think so what we can tell from the premise is that vision as a computer system as like a cyborg realizes that something's going wrong here but he doesn't really hasn't really worked out what exactly is hmm. and it seems that wanda herself has some sort of control over this reality and that she is kind of morphing it to her own version of her i guess maybe like her perfect life or like where to assume what that she would have grown up watching yeah so the what, idea what is they... it seems like she must have grown up watching these 1950s and 60s sitcoms in yep. uh, sokovia and that this is her envisioned uh pun intended yeah envisioned uh, perfect reality and that it seems that at the end of each episode it's shown that this reality that she may be trapped in is actually being broadcasted onto tv networks and like obviously the people who know her in the avengers team must have caught on to the fact that she's potentially disappeared or maybe she's trapped in some sort of like uh suspended um when you say animation and that her mind yeah. and reality is actually taking place on this 
weird TV show that continuously evolves each week. Which could slowly start to explain where the multiverse is going to go. Yeah. So... Yep. Supposedly, this is going to tie directly into Doctor Strange 2, which is titled The Multiverse of Madness. So, potentially, like, you know, we're talking Doctor Strange at the very last episode being like what's up like I'm gonna need you <laughs> yeah or he might interfere I mean he might intervene and potentially pull her out of this reality but um that yeah that could be another yeah, that's a good call it, I like yeah that. I, on my in my opinion it looks like this show has been directed in a in a way which needs to be binged right so they've given us two episodes there's not a lot that happens we want more. These, yeah it, it, it's it's not filmed in one of those ways where each episode is its own story and like it it leads you into the next episode and you're already dying to know what happens next on like game of thrones level you know obviously a lot of tv shows have done it this one almost is like it's filmed in a way that it's not episodic weekly like you yeah it's not leaving you on a cliffhanger or anything yeah, like yeah. that it's just like it, we said there's a lot of little easter eggs the main one being sword um yeah at the end there it seems that the sword agency which we was which was obviously shown at the end of captain marvel and it shows that obviously nick fury is up in a Space, space station, of, station some of some sort with the Kree, which I assume must be a Kree space station. And he's up there, like obviously observing Earth. And that his body or his double on Earth is actually a Kree agent. I think, yep. isn't it Taylor? Talos himself from Captain yeah, Marvel? I believe he is actually, uh, he is that would um, make sense. standing in for Nick Fury on Earth at this point in time. And the real Nick Fury is actually in some he's fucking space station. Yeah, he's, he's on, on vacation. So... <laughs> It is interesting. As I said, these are all tying in together. Um, we've only seen the first two episodes. I really hope they fucking release two episodes a week because those first two episodes were not exactly I really um, hope they just- groundbreaking uh, stuff. So, you know, I look forward to it. As a Marvel fan, I'm excited. But I would say mm. for any casual viewer, the first two episodes give you yeah, fuck all. One so- of those shows that really needs to be binged. And I think that's just, you know... Disney Plus trying to be like, so hey, if you're watching give us this as well, like I would say that you don't actually have to keep up with this the same way that we will. I believe that maybe once this show is finished in maybe what five six weeks potentially, mm. watch it all in one go. I don't know if this is one of those ones where you need like Mandalorian where you need to kind of sit, yeah, and fucking you you need to tune in each week and catch this episode. Like, but also you know we're starting off in the like the 50s, 60s TV show sort of thing. Like yeah. my, and they do it really well too. My it's main a- curiosity is where like it's going to go for the next. Like, you know, we're going to have 80s and 90s, but then, you know, what kind of show are they going to do? Are they going to do like a real office kind of thing? Like I think there was a mat, like a well, yeah, real it funny- seems uh, The style of the show itself does evolve um, mm. as well. Like when it goes into it's the 60s, reality TV it's shows. taking its own, like it's taking on the tropes and, and the- uh, the life of the like what 1960s shows were and mm. then obviously i think the last episode ended up in the 70s so they they warped this last episode into like technicolor With so colors, like yeah. all of this colors very vibrant uh colored you know backgrounds and and, and, and furniture and wallpapers and stuff like that so we'll see uh, um it has gone into color finally but yeah but like yeah towards the end of the actual show are we gonna be looking at you know some oh how do i explain it like 
the way the office yeah, is set up yeah, in mockumentary. Yeah, some, are they going to do something like really cool? Filming. And be funny if you know James Spader makes a cheeky. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how far cameo. it goes. Um, <laughs> so what did we say? We, that ties into Doctor Strange. We can talk a little bit about that. Uh, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. It's in the title. All of what you need to know is in the title. Multiverse. It's gonna be a madness. madness. So we have obviously Benedict Cumberbatch reprising his role. We've got um, Rachel McAdams coming back. <laughs> Bay. Bay. Um, <laughs> supposedly as well, like. We, we only know so much about this. There's no trailer yet. We only know that it's Doctor Strange branching well, out into multiverses. We know... It could be him pairing up what the damage that potentially happened with the whole Infinity War thing. Ah, sorry. And like, obviously, this, Infinity this War was the one game. that was supposed to be horror theme though, wasn't it? It so was. We was but it then, was supposed to be Scott Derrickson, who we know, you know, made one was of the, the scariest f- movies well, ever. He directed the original Doctor Strange. And yes, yeah. as you said, Sinister, which to me is one of the best horror movies for the last 10 years in my opinion literal poo yeah um um so and now the actual mantle has been passed off to sam raimi and we know that sam raimi has had some history with horror movies well also you know a couple of of marvel movies too i mean he directed the first three spider-man movies that everyone obviously knows the ones with uh Toby Maguire. I was going to say Peter Parker. <laughs> Toby <laughs> yes, Maguire. Peter Parker is part of it. Um, so yeah, so we so we have. Um, so there is a lot, a lot to, of possibilities with this one. Yeah, and then you know the rumors were the main um, antagonist, I should say, is Nightmare. Yeah. yeah so, so it's going to be a lot of like probably similar to what Wanda's doing right now, and just some kind of psychedelic trans or something like that trying to fight his way out of it. That is very Doctor Strange. Is the word that is would correct. be sick. psychedelic, as you psychedelic. said. Like, very. Oh, dude. You're, after yeah. we got. Um, obviously, Doctor Strange was like we got that, the acid trip of Doctor but, Strange one, yeah. But I We're think see what, what the we saw with like. um, Taika Waititi's uh, Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok. had yeah. really broadened the spectrum for, as you said, the word psychedelic, the kind of uh, you know, the, the kind of realities and the kind of um, it's art not just your clear can, black and or not black yeah. and white, but like your real clear cut superhero um yeah. you know filter and all I, kind of I stuff in the camera. They're actually expanding their color power. They're they're expanding. Um, just the universe of it and obviously again I in, this, fi- in the title I, Multiverse I found that too as well like I've really found that Doctor Strange in his own movie was very limited despite the fact they were trying to branch out into this whole like he's like magic and there's all these extra realities yeah. and he's like this kind of universal protector until we saw him in Infinity War and at the end of I guess Endgame was where you really saw the extent of his power once he's mastered yeah. um, you know his abilities and I think this show is really going to be a huge step up from the first one I think 100%, 100%. the first one was basically just firecracker kung fu with some fun kind of inception like shots but there wasn't a huge <laughs> amount to it if be honest this one sounds like it's going to be massive. Well, this one's going to be a very pivotal pivotal point for yeah. the rest of the MCU. Yep. It's going to set up, well, as we know, can lead into Spider Man, Spider Man Three. What is it? Three from Home or something? What do we say? <laughs> uh, Spider Man, you know, coming Spider Man um, Home Run something Home. There's multiple. Oh, actually, I think Spider-Man there was home one alone or some shit. Like it's going to be something <laughs> that has the word Home in it. Yeah. Uh, now this is. I don't know about you guys. Maybe my most anticipated movie of this phase. 100%. When you hear that, the, obviously, like the cliffhanger that was Spider-Man Far From Home and that his identity has been revealed by mm. Mysterio, um, we're looking at a potential... Um, oh, a reset say, like, gen- of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of like huge generational film here because after the success that um the multi like Spider-Verse movie had the animated Into movie the was fantastic probably movie. one of the most successful 
Marvel or Spider-Man properties that has actually been released in the last yeah. well ever. I think that Marvel and Sony have paired up and have really put an idea forth, which is basically a universe, like a Spider-Verse movie, but in live action. They're going all, they're literally, it's it's all in. All the all the chips on the table. They're, there's going to be so much that they can actually settle with this as well. They're going to be able to bring your boy, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield well, that's back the, in as the, look, the OG. Oh, is so that the, not the old, 100% confirmed yet? It's not, but what has been confirmed is that there's villains from the these other Spider-Man movies yeah. that are reprising their role. So you have Jamie Foxx returning as Electro. Was he anyone's favorite Spider-Man villain? No. But knowing that he could be redone in the MCU in like an alternate version, potentially, mm. is a big deal. He's a great actor. And he, I, you know, if he signed back on to do this role, it means they've probably given him a script that has really drawn his attention. We also have Alfred Molina returning as Doc Ock. Um we, I've heard everyone's rumors, one yeah, of everyone's we've heard spider- that, uh, Mary Jane uh, what's her name uh, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst, Dunst is yep. returning as Mary Jane Emma Stone as Gwen Stone. Stacy um, supposedly as well the latest rumor for this flick as well is that uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil from the Netflix series is actually going to be reprising his role for the first time in the on the actual in on the, the big in screen the as Daredevil now those Bruh. genres do not line up. Like obviously, Daredevil was very violent and very like serious, tr- um, you know, like a crime thriller series. And Spider Man is very PG, but mm. their characters are so deeply intertwined with one another uh, in the comics. I, and you know, he's potentially going to need a lawyer, which we know, like a superhero lawyer, to really vouch on his half. Um, as he's probably going to go into a huge legal dispute about his identity and, um, you know. So much. But let's just um, bring all this together. Everyone is coming back from just about every Spider-Man I've heard movie. as well that apparently Willem Dafoe might reprise his role oh. as Green Goblin. That's well. a big one. That's a big one. And we know opinion. that obviously Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina's Doc Ock died. So these could potentially be either alternate versions in a, or the same versions returning See, at right before the point of their death now my two cents in this is that it's going to be very small cameos i, I don't it's going to be like that, it's going to be the, the names ca- of those actors they don't sign on for five minute cameos those That's are the kind fair. of people who sign on for like a, a big portion but of it's going to be so hard to actually get those guys all into the one movie and try and you know still give tom holland some screen time as well you so my guess might- is that it's going to be like um you know, Doctor Strange maybe opening up some portal being like, yeah, this is one Spider-Man in one world. Kind of like the intro for, for Spider-Verse itself. Yep. You're going to have that intro of them actually, you know, being Spider-Man, facing off against those villains and being like, yeah, so this is what I do. Comes well, back it, in. There's and, a potential you know, that they're going to go Sinister Stick, sin- excuse me, Sinister Six route. Yeah. You have Doc Ock. We have Electro. We have Vulture. So, yeah, oh, no, we I, have Morbius. Um, with the villains, yeah, most likely that's going to be the case with that. Yeah, which will be and it might be sick. three Spider-Men or even potentially more. They could have Spider-Gwen, they could have Spider-Ham, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, As I said, Multiverse of Madness could show all sorts of, mm. you know, like when we saw Guardians of the Galaxy start showing little cameos of like Howard the Duck, you know yeah. that like like characters are really weird and wacky. Another good example, very quick cameo um, things like how guardians will very quickly show a cameo like the, yeah yeah like the watches you know, you, and like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah beaming little, through space sort yeah. of thing like and that's it, all it really takes for 
Yeah, an appearance like that. So that might be the case for some of these characters, but then also we might have, like you said, the Sinister Six with versus the three live-action Spider-Mans that we all Could sort of know huge. and love. So this is just going to be I believe there's fantastic. already photos of Tobey Maguire going to Marvel Studios to go get fitted for uh, uh, costume fitting. So that's almost totally confirmed that he will return as, nice. some, as Spider-Man in some form. Um, so whether right. he's the one that's actually Well, that's gonna... probably one of the biggest... I'd say some of the biggest news of that like that movie could Ooh, has yeah. endless possibilities yeah, but we, we could go on an absolute tangent about that yeah, but yeah let's, we'll, let's we'll maybe up. go we'll reprise our you know like our thoughts on this once they put a trailer out and once we have a little bit more information i think as we said dr strange ties into that as well excuse me but we have um back to disney plus which i think is following straight after wandavision finishes is uh falcon and winter soldier yep it's looking very lo- like what we saw in like Civil War slash Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier style films, very like it's spy very style, yes, uh, spy you know, espionage kind of like work for the government sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this because it's like, what do you do with the mantle of Captain America? Someone who's like a symbol of this generation, someone 100%. who helped aid uh, in you know in the defeat of Thanos and the in the taking down of Hydra and all that sort of stuff. Like literally the face the, of America. Yeah, it's it's not just like. Um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier can just step into that role. You know what I mean? There's a lot of pressure that comes with being Captain America. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot riding on this position and, and there's a lot, the world is kind of moving on without Cap and like... And even though it was shown in the end of Endgame that Cap essentially passes the mantle to uh, Falcon... Um, I think he's struggling with... That kind yeah, of like yeah. accepting there'll be that. so much of but he what also this gives series him, will show you- it'll show Falcon actually accepting the fact that he's going to be the new Cap um, and it's going to be awesome it's going to be Bucky you know still trying to be there for him as I mean you know, but Bucky is also on the comics being Captain America too so it could be exactly. potentially so it could like be just you know I believe passing, passing that we have confirmation that Zemo is like the main protagonist of this series. So like he is returning again from civil war in his comic accurate costume. I'm, I'm told, um, the old purple beanie. Yeah. I I think it looks cool though. Like we, so that could be interesting. Um, we have Wyatt Russell confirmed as the U S agent. We believe who's meant to be someone who's taking over the role of Captain America officially, unofficially for the government. Obviously, um, we have, where there's going to be like, an ally or an enemy towards uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. That'll be the main interesting thing. Yep. And but we also- He's got a lot of good potential. I oh, do like Wyatt Russell. You I know, like Ken Russell's son. Um, I would be interested to see because obviously the US agent does not turn out to be a good guy in the comics. There you go. Um, and we also have, what did we say? Zemo as well yep. is going to be returning as probably the main protagonist. Someone who's, you know, someone from Civil War who was pulling all the strings behind the scenes. I can imagine him mm. over a, a six to eight episode- uh, run being very intricate. Uh, in- I just hope they can do him justice this time because, like, yeah, I was not, you know, with Civil my War, it's kind of just him, like, you know, making a couple of phone calls and then somehow all the <laughs> the superheroes started fighting. So, like, yeah, he was not my favorite let's part hope of Civil that War. We'll say he's that. actually given a lot more credibility. And Daniel Brawl is a great actor, he's too. He's fantastic. He, actor, he's convincing yeah. as someone. So, this who- might be his actual, like, his, his big role that he takes on and just smashes it for this series because yeah this series was probably the one i was most keen for yeah i'm very excited the three for that this was one. announced between one division winter soldier because, and Loki. as i said if it's like an eight 
45 to 50 minute eight episodes of basically what we of had for the Winter Soldier or Civil Soldier. War. I'm, I'm sold. Give it. You give it. Um, you give it. <laughs> um, hell yeah. Uh, that's about all we probably know about the show so far. Like, I don't know too much about the plot or like what, what they're focusing on. I know for, for a fact that the shield that Cap gives them is actually different. And it looks like there's like all these little like extra little pieces on the shield that might actually contain some information inside but then that's, it. You that- might like open it up somehow. That also goes into, which we can bring up, the fact that Chris Evans has been um, uh, given another contract for Marvel. He's going to yeah. return. I do think MCU. it's going to be very cameo Whether it's going to be, yeah, cameos, very small roles, or the thing that everyone is begging for is just the Disney Plus series of him returning to Infinity. Yes, Star. of course. Give me that. Like, please. Return to Infinity, dude. Like, let's get, return let's have it. To Infinity and beyond. And also, yeah, and- Speaking yeah, of, yeah, he's been cast, cast as, as Buzz like a live, a live or animated version of Buzz Lightyear, but it's meant to be the show or like the series in which the toy was based on, which, which from I what like. I've heard. That's, I like that's that. going to be cool. Like, you remember the old uh, Star Command uh, yeah. Buzz TV Lightyear show? TV series yeah. back in the day? Had it on that video, was Dad. so good. Yeah, loved it. So good. I like him as the casting. So, too. yeah, Buzz Lightyear's story. Give me that. Anyway, like, back, to, anyway, sorry, uh, yeah, back to MCU. Marvel. So, after that, we have something that we were meant to get of fucking march last year black widow the movie oh so it's god damn now it is for- rescheduled for probably about the 10th time for mm-hmm. the what is that the 7th of uh may this year so not i don't know a couple of months away hopefully we can not actually get it to- in theaters i think in melbourne we're pretty well off for covid at the moment so we should probably get that as a full theatrical release now um, the, the thing to bring up right now is that if it somewhat does get delayed another time, thanks to fucking COVID, um, do you reckon they'll just put it straight to Disney Plus? Yeah. I think they just should. Depend, they, just depends they how owe the fans this, that much. This is yes. one of those ones that is actually predicated around COVID. Like it actually is like what Marvel Studios want is to release it to the highest and like the most broad audience. And if too many countries are locked down, they're not going to release it. And as you said, it might just go straight to Disney Plus. Yeah. Like and, they did with and that's Mulan. just going to be their, um, yeah, their what they need to do for the fans. That's what they just need we have to, to do. see because it. it could but be. They also just it, want the money, but it's also it's it a could Black tie Widow directly into this, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier show. So like, if how much longer are you going to push it past that? You know, it's it's a year late, so we're getting Falcon and Winter Soldier before we're going to get. You know, we're gonna get this movie, and yeah. yet Falcon, like this movie was meant to come out a year ago. We were meant to have all this information, this, and this, this story was already meant to be told. Is in between. Well, all the figurines, uh, Civil War and Infinity War. All the figurines have already been released, like a yeah. year ago, and no one knows what to do with these. It's one of the worst sold lines of figures because True. no one's seen the fucking movie, so they don't know what these characters are. So they have all these figurines sitting on their shelves with no mm. nothing. They're just just, just you. concepts. <laughs> Hey, all right, I'm just saying, like, figures for the Marvel Universe is a big deal, mm. so... It also gives away a lot of the plot lines, and, yeah. yeah, there's nothing to give away, which is probably... It's a good thing, because this is just going to be a good... Uh, As said, spy, a good prequel, espionage. just a good story told, and my main guess is that it's going to be Black Widow passing on the mantle to her younger sister, played yeah, by so Florence Yeah, so she can Pugh. continue um, after the fact that, obviously, Black she, Widow that, died. Like, so. Florence is a fantastic actress. She was yeah. in uh, Midsummer, which is a very... Uh, on interesting film movie um but yeah i reckon it's going to be really cool to tie her and like obviously you know black widow dies at the end of um yeah infinity so, war or middle yeah well as you said you like know, it's somewhere in between civil war so post civil war pre-infinity war so there was a period of time there as you said where she ends up with the blonde hair 
She so this will, this movie will hundred percent explain all that. And I think there's shots of her in the trailer where she has sort of like transitioning hair, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it makes you wonder if there's a real and big we, um, um, reasoning for that, or if it's just kind of like a you know she's gone through a phase and has to dye her hair. It's interesting to see as well. I'm going to assume it's got to do with being a spy. Mostly. Yeah, she has to go imagine. like fully undercover or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't imagine yeah. it's like she just decided to dye her hair blonde. Because Another thing with that fashion. is like who who is Taskmaster going to be? Is yep. it going to be someone who's actually like known in the MCU or is it just going to be, you know? Oh, um, we have as well. David Harbour is going to be a character that she yep, apparently yep. has to break out of some sort of like Russian prison camp. He's kind of like a discount Captain America from Russia, like a... Like a yeah, and you he know, hasn't worn the suit for a while. Yeah, he's got to chuck it back shape. on. He's uh, it's like Baymax trying to fit into the uh, into his suit, like <laughs> you know, squeeze himself like in. Mister Incredible trying to jump back into the old blue and black. That too. That too. Uniform. Um. Yeah. As I said, like th- I really, I love the trailer to this. I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually super excited. Oh, for yeah. this. I'm heartbroken that we haven't got definite this uh, way Winter than Soldier we did. slash Civil War vibes. So if we give if we get you know a smidgen of that kind of you know theme of that movie. Oh yeah, I'll be I'll be happy for it. But yep. yeah, that's the thing. We've been waiting a whole mo- a year for this movie. Yeah. Budapest though, dude. Oh my god, there's a storyline there. No, that- it's not gonna happen. Like they could show. They something. have they have just. Maybe we could just get balls, an own spin-off just- show of Budapest though. Who knows? They could just do like the Budapest Files or something later on in the slate. They, they no, they they cannot do that like in a small way Budapest needs to be done in a full movie do you think this has any ties to the Hawkeye show with, with the Budapest you they even what, what, they mentioned it again in uh, in Endgame yeah. how dare they if right. they're not going to actually follow it up we'll move on we'll move, move on. on that's as I said that's probably what is that the first like f- like live action film that we can look forward to this year in the movies yeah it's just hopefully yeah, it gives us um, some kind of relief uh, you know from now, far from home this is one of those shows that was like when you hear the concept and the idea, it just immediately intrigues you. They set this up in Endgame. It's the Loki TV show. And it is following Loki, who in an alternate reality, escaped from the Avengers capture after Avengers 1, when he was captured and taken to Asgard to be imprisoned. Mm-hmm. They had an alternate reality where they time traveled. They botched. Uh, what was it? What did they go back for again? They weren't, Were they trying to steal what? The Tesseract? Yeah, the Tesseract. they were. So yeah. they botched that. And, and he takes the Tesseract. So and Loki escapes so with the yeah. Tesseract. And I believe he crash lands what looks like in a shot where he ends up in like a desert. Looks like when Tony Stark crash yeah, lands in the armor. The, uh, but I, I, so from what I've heard is um, picked up by some sort of time variance department who are basically these like time cops. Like they're this agency that is like universal that always deals with like time... Mm discrepancies in a universal context and they've captured him umbrella academy type thing yeah um and so owen wilson is looks like the guy who's kind of like wow wow um who's basically filling him in on all this info and like wow um yeah and what it looks to be is loki traveling through time and doing different kind of version like there's um, so much yeah, yeah. This so is much show opportunity looks, for this show. Yeah, and like, it's obviously taking place in a different timeline where the Avengers. Timeline, but like, but is it like? Yeah. you know, if time is just been broken straight off the bat from him taking well, this, it's another multiverse scenario, as you said, going from Doctor Strange and going from Spider Man. It's one of those ones where this is taking place in a different reality to most of the MCU. Like, it only has the timeline specifically to the first what five movies of the MCU, and then after Avengers, this is just on its own new plane where. 
he would find this out. This also might tie in a lot of the alternate universes. Yep. And my like big fanboy moment of this is that this is going to set up a new saga. So yeah. we, d- we just, you know, Kevin Feige even um, officially announced that from, you know, Iron Man 1 to, oh yeah, we'll call it Far From Home, is the Infinity Saga. Yeah, my hope is just this, this is like a pocket universe on the side. It's going to be, yeah, the time traveling saga or like whatever they might call it. But then, um, yeah, opening up to potential new villains, which we will yep. go over yep. soon. It's um, a, it's but yeah, and then this is just see. that little little setup for it. And this is that, yeah, between that and Doctor Strange 2, um, you know, going, I, yeah. I say I'm hopeful that they're going to um, set it up, right? But I know they are. Like, it's Marvel, you know, the perfect storytellers. And which is another thing as well, when it comes to time travel and time travel discrepancies, we have a character, which we'll go into a little bit later, but we have a character who's going to be the main villain of Ant-Man 3. Quantumania. Quantumania. Yet again, another one of those titles that just opens up a huge big, like Quantumania, like obviously the quantum realm we saw in the Ant-Man 2 when he's mm-hmm. in the quantum realm that there's like a little bubble in the background of one of the shots where there's like a city in that quantum realm. Oh, yeah. And we believe that that's potentially so where Kang potential. might be from or like might have emerged from. He could show up in this show too. If there's something to do with time discrepancy. Yeah, that's, he's, that's, what that's I'm, basically I'm what I'm he's hoping. predicated around is his character is very time travel based, time line based. Like he's very, you know, he is kind of like the time cop. Um, so yeah, needless to say that there's so much potential and it's said for as well, what Loki's going to be. Uh, Faye said this is going to be a crime thriller is the genre, which is something, mm. you know, I'm interested to, uh, see where they go with this one too. Disney plus series. I believe it's going to be, I think eight episodes. Yep. Um, very, Roughly. yeah, very much looking forward to that. I can't wait. So is it going to be another one division where... It can be watched episode after episode, or is it? Yeah, going to be another one that we can just. I don't know. Yeah, I feel binge. like WandaVision is a little more ambitious in the way that it, you know the direction they were going, whereas this one seems to be like, yep, everyone loves Loki. Let's give him his own. You know, let's, <sighs> well, let's yeah. give us give us the Loki that everyone kind of fell in love with, which was the one from Avengers. Like, obviously, everyone you know, still just about everyone's favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. MCU villain. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, you can Tom never Hiddleston. have enough Loki. So, hmm. um, moving on, we have another Disney Plus show. What if animated? Um, it is voiced by narrated by na- or narrated by Jeffrey Wright. Um, you'd know him from such shows as uh, well. He's in uh, Hunger Games. Yep. Um, he's like the really dorky guy with the wire. Yep. <laughs> so pretty much all I can he, say. He is actually but playing Uatu the Watcher, who is a character from the Marvel comics, who is potentially shown. Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was one of the watchers who are, is communicating with Stan Lee, the spaceman, in that little... little oh boy, is Stan it Lee, like just, a post-credit you know, scene? Shout out to Stan Lee. Thank you for but all Uatu this. But Uatu is kind of like this all-seeing alien being who has to watch all of the events unfold from Earth uh, and its universal story, I guess. And he's mm. not allowed to intervene, but he is basically watching everything significant happen on Earth. Uh, Earth and our universal sector, if that makes sense. And there's a watcher for every sector of the universe. Mm-hmm. And all they, all they're tasked to do is they're basically immortal, and all they do is just observe the history of. So um, pretty much just get like, you know, cable TV. Yeah, pretty and much. So, but, to watch that so the idea of this show is that it's going to be alternate versions and realities of um, stories that we already know from the MCU, right? So it's like, what if? Captain America or Steve Rogers didn't become the super soldier. What if Peggy Carter was the super soldier? And what if Captain America was, you know, just some guy? 
Uh, what if, you know, what if instead of taking, uh, what's his name? Fucking Star-Lord away as a child, um, they take T'Challa from Black Panther and he becomes Star-Lord. Which will be Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, so we- His last- uh, addition to yeah, the MCU. Yeah, his last performance. He, yeah, he did actually manage to do all his recording before he passed away. So, yeah, another good reason to look forward to this. So, yep. and yeah, th- like this one is obviously non-canon. It's just non nothing yeah. to take too seriously. Still multiversal, just, as we said. It's just cool to like, you know, it's, it's what if. It's literally just yeah. what if. Well, they could use some of these storylines. They could use some of these characters. These what if scenarios could potentially, if they have enough traction and enough popularity, they could show up. In like other version, you know, like yeah. maybe something <laughs> from this, what if characters, like say for instance, like T'Challa or oh, no, maybe not T'Challa, but like, you know, we have Marvel zombies. We have, as you said, Peggy Carter, Captain America. She might show up in some facet of the multiverse later on. Yeah. You know, any excuse, any excuse to bring Bay back. Yeah. Oof. I know that's Hayley, a fan Hayley favorite of yours. Um, a lot to look forward to there. I think that's one of those ones that's just going to be a lot of fun for kids, especially who know these characters, who knows, who know the, the law, they know the fucking, um, they know everything about these characters and to see them portrayed yeah. in a different light and in a different perspective, fun, a different yeah. story. It'd be, I wonder if this show is going to have an overall narrative, if it's just going to be alternate realities or all of these are going to tie yeah. in together. Is there a, a reason? Yeah. Is, is, is there, a reason is there an overarching Marvel. story that's going to play out across all of these different episodes? Hmm. Um, so moving on. Um, but Shang Chi, Shang Chi, uh, filmed in Australia. We know that much. It is based on a Chinese superhero, or well, not a superhero, kind of like a Chinese hero who's basically like a master of kung fu. I think he has like pretty much the most extraordinary martial arts cap- capabilities on the planet. Yep, that I'm that I'm aware of in the MCU or in in this timeline of movies. Um, it is called. Shang-Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings. And we know that Ten Rings does play into the origin of Iron Man, uh, the Mandarin. So, so it could be... Let's just hope it's a much better interpretation of the Mandarin compared to... Yeah. Yeah. So we've already yeah, heard Bing from Kingsley's one of version. the Marvel one-shots that they put on, I guess, one of the special features. I think it was the special features of Iron Man 3. Hmm. There's a one-shot, which is basically what Marvel have as like a little five-minute video in the special features of Ben Kingsley's character going to jail for obviously you know impersonating this mandarin and when he's in jail he becomes like a celebrity there and he basically is confronted by uh the agency who work for the actual mandarin and the mandarin has actually ordered a hit on him for basically Mm. tarnishing his name and that was basically marvel's way of retconning their dumb idea (laughs) to do this version of the control z for what they did yeah so that was the Undo. dumbest version of Mandarin they could have done. Everyone mm. hated it. And this is their way of, oh, okay, so we'll send that version of Mandarin to jail and the real Mandarin will come and confront him and try to murder him in jail. And also will be the main and know, poten- yeah, as we prote- uh, antagonist of this Shang-Chi movie. Yep. So uh, straight off the bat, like a really solid cast, like all very well-known Asian actors. Um, yep. It's pretty much just crazy. Simu Lu, uh, what was it? Simu Lu, I believe we called, and, Mich- and Michelle Yu. Yeah. Um, you said that she was in Guardians 2, I Guardians think. Guardians 2. She played um, one of the Ravengers. So that's going to be a little bit hard to... Uh, I think she would have been in enough makeup where you wouldn't notice. Yeah, Marvel got some splainer to do, but obviously they're not... Splainers. Splainer to do. Um, there are... Yeah. I look forward to this. As I said, I, I, I like these like broad This could be just one spectrum. of those ones that fly under the radar I as like, well. 
Kung Fu movies, dude. I'm a yeah, big dude. fan of like Enter the Dragon, of those like old classic, uh, you know, Kung Fu martial artsy films. And this is supposedly meant to be the most martial arts based choreographed, choreographed yeah. film. So yeah. I've heard that uh, lots, of, lots of different UFC fighters have been called in to help choreograph fight sequences in this. Uh, I know Shang-Chi's character is basically known in the comics as the guy who trained Spider-Man in martial arts, mm-hmm. a guy who's known for, you and know, something like, to do with him and Iron Fist as well. Like maybe, they, yeah, he can easily defeat like Iron Fist. Like that's how I'm going to assume that he, this is going to be Mar- Marvel's apology for the show Iron Fist and <laughs> basically like show like, Hey, this is how this show should have actually yeah. played out. So yeah, like the good thing about that, not too many high hopes, but then Marvel have, had plenty of I've movies had, that where we have where we've not thought much of what just, yeah, a project under the radar but let's go watch this movie and it ends up being yeah, being really fantastic Guardians of the Galaxy being I have one a of funny the feeling they're going to make this more of a comedy for some reason I don't know that for a fact I have a feeling um, they're going to make this a way of like as you said like crazy rich Asians kind of yeah. like a funny like they're going to have to appeal to the audience somewhere and I do think that humor is going to be a big part of this hmm. so but also, who, like like you just said, who doesn't want to just go see a, an awesome like kung fu and martial arts movie? Yeah, so but that in might the just be... MCU, which means the fight scenes are going to be at the t- like the top level of cinema. Um, mm. You know, I hope. Yeah, lots to look forward to. As I said, like they to. they really tie in a great story with this Mandarin and the Ten Rings and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah just high hopes, high hopes, high hopes. It's right. not on the top of my list to watch, but let's move on. Uh, next uh, Disney Plus show announced is Ms. Marvel. <laughs> Yes. So 2022 release. If yes. So if anyone has played the Avengers uh game uh that was released I think mid mid last year. Yeah, I yeah. Um told a really good story of how Miss Marvel is introduced into the MCU. She actually meets the Avengers as a fan. Um So she's a young Pakistani a, yes, girl. Yes. And she does end up kind of getting her abilities through classic, you know, you know, um, explosion of some kind of <laughs> it was like elemental an inhu- it was an thing. Inhu- of just it was she's basically waste, explained yeah. to be an inhuman. So we obviously yes. um, people in the in this Marvel universe don't know what inhumans are. Like comic fans know what that means. They're just kind of like mutants mutated by a specific uh, mist, right? So they're inhumans. They're born in humans, but they're basically normal people. And then when they're exposed to this kind of like radiate radioactive mist from like a particular source called terogen they mutate into like a like a um mm. you want to call it like a cocoon or like some sort of like chrysalis thing and then they emerge from it as like a mutated yeah uh, with being. some kind of power so and then miss marvels is one is of that she's pretty much mr fantastic she can she's stretchy and i can't believe they're gonna induce Cap- ms marvel before mr fantastic that does my head in. i know that's that's kind of somewhat like, frustrating let's um, just hope that you know but this is it might be a thing of you know learning how to to perfect that are we right? gonna get the vibe that this is going to be very kind of like young avengers based like they are kind of setting up this narrative yeah. of young avengers as we go across like as we'll talk about with a few of these a lot extra of pa- shows. passing the mantle yeah for there sure. are some young talent and a lot of young characters in the avengers world who are being set up to probably eventually all team up together as like a young excuse me that <laughs> <laughs> sucked the fucking wind right out of me dude <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 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 
I don't know, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, mm, lungs just kind of yeah, imploded on me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like a it's like someone just got a fucking vacuum and just <laughs> sucked me sideways, dude. <laughs> sucked me sideways. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> your, your voice just changed gear, dude. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It was like an inward fart from the fucking. <laughs> anyway, back, uh, <laughs> back to what we Excuse me, Kamala Khan. Uh, where were um, we? I lost my track. Right? <laughs> lost my track. Ooh, okay, so right. we'll, we'll move along with these. So Kamala Khan is her name. Pakistani young girl. This would be a very um, politically correct a, film. We'll say that. Yeah, I was literally just about to say it's going to be a very PC. Like it's all like it's all like Pakistani or um, like Middle LGBTQ, Eastern, no, as in like Middle Eastern um, directors, yeah, producers, yeah, yep, like yep. they're just palming it off like. And I, like, yeah, I'm this, sure they'll do like I think the big, do it justice because there's a good story already there with like I was saying the Avengers um, game. Well, so people already got some the, kind of a following towards the story Marvel. been told in the comic, which is that's it was a very popular comic in the last say 10, 15 years where it, it purely really because did take, she because of the LGBTQ yeah, very diverse LMNP. um so like yeah good you know it's and it ties directly as we uh noted it ties directly into captain marvel 2 because yeah so, it's it's noted that her favorite uh superhero is yeah captain which marvel. is why she gets the name is marvel like she has exactly. obviously a huge connection to her as a hero so um, yeah let's just, i'm sure they'll do that justice and yeah i'm keen to see where they go with that but um yeah, it's not on top of my list. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. And neither is Captain Marvel 2, right? Speaking of. Yes. Yeah, speaking of. So, mm, probably my least, one of my least favorite Marvel movies of the last ever was Captain Marvel. I hated it. I'm not writing this movie off as being better, but I just think I don't care, right? Like we have, this is, I don't know. You can tell by the tone of my voice, I'm not as excited for this project. Nothing in Captain Marvel 1 really made me any excited to see any future uh, projects from yeah. this. Yeah, um, you know, Marvel have had a really good run and their one where they somewhat hit the wall, I'll say, is Captain Marvel. Yeah. It was- we know that this Captain Marvel 2 has Ms. Marvel will be in it. You know, her character yeah. will be in it. We know that um, Monica, Monica Rambeau, who was a little girl in the first uh, Captain Marvel yep. movie, it will be grown up. She'll be a main character. She'll be a main but character. She's also been making appearances in One Division as yes. well. Yes. So I don't think. Do we know that already? Like, has she introduced herself as Monica, or is that just no? It's she's the same just, actress. The we know that, that it's the same up, actress, right? Um, so people have already picked that. And it's actress. kind of been somewhat maybe like the saving grace because she was the one that um, Wanda actually leaned towards for helping yeah, guidance yeah. in that episode. So she's obviously going to be maybe some ties into Sword, and maybe some yep. you know. Yeah. So I think she's actually a, a the, member. I of I think Sword. the big thing for Captain Marvel too will be to set up you know the actual Sword. Academy, or like the sort of yeah. um, really flesh it out people, um, as well as you know, so much potentially to, uh, more cosmic villains could be set cosmic, up. That's, in it. that's the word I'm thinking of. Cosmic, so yeah, Nova, I think, is the she, main well, one. She we was want. a huge, big maybe part of, not that I liked it, but she was Wallop. a big part of like the end of Endgame. Like, she kind of just came in and just kind of MacGuffined the yeah. whole plot. Where I you know, well, I'm sure hope that they, they just try to put her, her over, yeah, just give, give her character a little bit more justice, so flesh her out. Yeah. So, and then Give we'll, talk, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll talk about, uh, you know, the potential of, you know, um, the scrolls and the secret evasion later on because that was I think was they might even set announced. up some the blueprint of that. Either they set up or they, um, what's it called? They 
they bounce off what happens in the Secret Invasion series. Like, yeah, there's a lot of potential there. I just hope they do it justice because I really didn't give two shits when the first Captain Marvel came out. Like, yeah, you kind of, you know, enjoyed Ben Mendelsohn's character in the first one uh, of Talos. Um, Meh. But yeah, for me. yeah, nothing in that something movie like stood the out. scrolls, like you know, in comics, even in the um the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes um cartoon series, Love that. great great depiction of of the scrolls and how much of a um the secret invasion was they, a they huge make on, deal on on Marvel. Yeah, Universe we'll come back to it, but we have so, so we have one cosmic movie. We're moving on to another one as well, Eternals. Oh. This is a huge... I am keen for this Yeah, movie. it's a huge deal with this Eternals because, like, I mean, they were reaching for those grapes <laughs> way back for, with Guardians of the Galaxy. This one is even going plucking the, further into, like, the mythos of This Guardians on roids, I reckon. Yeah, it and, is. That's pretty much it. But also, like, there is a lot of hope going into this. So, like, I went into Guardians with just, like, what is this movie going to be like? You know, there's a, there's a raccoon and a tree. Yeah. What's this going to be like? Eternals and it is- ends up, you know... Soft spot. Guardians is easily one of my favorite MCU movies. Yeah, and that's exactly what Eternals could be too. Like we know Marvel can pull something like this off. It's just, um, I mean, it's got a great cast. It's just I don't think <laughs> many people cast. are really aware of these just characters. Off the bat, we've got Angelina Jolie. We've got Selma Hayek. We've got um, what's his name? Rob Stark. Rob Stark, and then <laughs> yeah, that um, guy Richard something. Uh, what's the uh, Indian okay. fellow's name? We got fucking jacked. Yes. Majani. Oh, yes. Thank you, yeah. uh, Producer Doodle. Um, but also, um, old mate, uh, Jon Snow has been it's cast like, as Black Knight. Oh, is that, yeah, it is true. He's, mm. And then, Rob, as I said, Rob Stark is playing... So, it's pretty uh, much just Game of Thrones in space. But then... Uh, Icarus, Ajak we've got as Salma Hayek. Yeah. Um, That's a great cast. It's just, yeah. And you just know that with that kind of cast, it's just going to be fantastic chemistry between everyone. Like, Angela Jolie, I'm keen to see Very a superhero dumb. role as well. Like, just to see how that goes. Bina. So, yeah, needless to say, I'm keen for this movie. And then... So, the premise of this is supposed to be these guys are kind of like the predating human civilization on Earth. So, these guys are kind of like cosmic entities that are spawned from, uh, what are they called? The Celestials, who we've seen is basically what Star-Lord was. So, these guys um, are probably going to be the first ever superheroes. Yeah, pretty much. Well, the Celestials were shown in Guardians. We know that, what's yep. his name? The dad, whose name I've forgotten me, Ego was a celestial and then Starlord was a child of yep. Ego. These guys are all basically an entire race of super beings that were born from celestial uh, DNA, I believe, or yeah. something along the lines with that. So it's basically going to be a Marvel and there's building be- block film where it's going to sh- kind of set up everything that's going to happen in this universe will be kind of all alluded yeah. to from there's this. There's going to be so many connections just going to be like, oh, no way, like, how did that tie to Another that? Another thing- gonna, Yeah, there's going to be a lot of- Awesome tie-ins, and I'm yeah, I'm keen for it. Something that has not been an like I know they announced it years ago now, but they haven't said any casting, they haven't shown anything in the trailer or whatever. But supposedly Hercules is going to be in this too, like Marvel's Hercules, and True. I kind of want to know what they're going to go with that because like Hercules is like an Avenger, he's kind of like a big deal in the comics for a lot of different storylines and stuff. Yeah, he, he takes on a Hercules lot of like the, the. I wonder bigs. if Hercules and Thor will ever cross paths. That'd oh, be fun. Exactly. So so much potential. So yep. yeah. Black needless Knight, to say, like we haven't got much, like a little bit of a synopsis for this movie, but there's not much to go off. But as I, said, I the don't figurines need, I don't need much. I, too. Yeah, I, I don't need much of a thing to go off because I just I have a if feeling we, this movie is going to be. Even with Guardians, we had hardly any information. We just went in being no. like Marvel.